1: All right, here we go. Sunday night Knicks. Salute to Knicks Nation out there. CP from Knicks Fan TV here. Number one show for the fans by the fans. Back at it on this Sunday night tilt. If you're a diehard Knicks fan who likes to talk about Knicks news, Knicks rumors, and post game live discussions featuring live callers, hit that subscribe button below and the notification bell so you don't miss anything. Quick, quick live stream tonight. No phone calls. We got another game tomorrow night against the Bulls. Thank God, because it's been a rough—I guess almost 24 hours, man. It's been a rough 24 hours. Knicks are 0 3 to start off the week, to start off the NBA season. And so, you know, there's been a lot of a lot of bickering amongst the fan base, a lot of frustration, but. You know, there's still some, some good things. And, and this week, we're going to recap the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good, for one, has to be the play of one R.J. Barrett. There's no doubt about it. R.J. is coming in. He's been on fire. Averaging 21 points, 5 boards, 5 dimes, 2 steals. Sorry, 2 dimes, 2 steals, and 2 three-pointers made. Shooting 50% from the field. 54% from three. The good has been R.J., man. Uh, amongst all the bad, yes, we're 0-3, but one thing is for sure, hey, every every day this kid continues to grow and continues to get better. That's one thing that we can look at with our heads held high is that it, it seems as though we uh, are getting this pick right. Still early, still extremely early, but how can you not like what you've seen from R.J. Barrett, man? Let me just fix up my chat here. How can you not like what you're seeing from this kid? This kid is vastly quickly emerging as the best player on the team. You know what I mean? Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? You be the judge to me, I say it's a great thing he He's the best player on the team. He's a leader. He never gets flustered in the big spot. doesn't get flustered in the moment, and he's hitting the shots. You know, we, we thought his jumper was going to take some time to come around, but he's uh, he's been shooting well. Like I said, 50, 51% from the field, 54 from downtown. And RJ was sensational, man. Last night against the Celtics in a, in a blowout loss. He drops 26.7 boards, 3 assists. 4 for 6 from downtown. Nick says the team shot 25% from 3. RJ led the team in three point percentage and three pointers made. Go figure. Go figure. So that's been the good. The good has been RJ and and we have to going forward the as I get into the bad, going forward has to the focus has to be how do we mold this team? How do we mold lineups that fits him the best? Because, like I said, right now, you're looking at one of your core pieces of this team going forward. No doubt about it. RJ is going to be one of the guys. How much of the guy will he be? We'll see. He's going to take a lot of time. We'll see what happens. But as of right now, there's no question RJ is the guy. And so, like I said, we're going to have to figure out what we're going to do to build around him. The pieces that we're going to have to to uh to fit his game to make sure that with that we're getting the best out of him and, and doing the best for him as an organization. Shout out my guy Tommy Beer. Only two players in NBA history have tallied at least sixty points, fifteen rebounds, and five three pointers made over the first three career games, RJ Barrett, Kevin Durant. And we, we remember R.J.'s first game against the Spurs when he dropped uh, over 20 points. He became the youngest player in the league to drop over 20 points in his first game. Surpassing LeBron James and Anthony Davis in the top three. 19 years and a couple hundred days. So that is something, despite all of the negativity surrounding the team, that is something that we can hang our hats on. No doubt about it. We can certainly hang our hats on. So that has been the good. That has been the good. Um, let me set up. I know you guys want to take calls. Let me set up the calls. And and uh, we'll, we'll set up the switchboard. Salute to Dave. Salute to everybody in the chat once again, man. Hit that thumbs up button for your boy. Uh, just another quick live stream. Salute to everybody that came through to last night's um, sweet event. It wasn't the greatest. It wasn't a great game. We know that, but, you know, salute to everybody that came through, man. We had 84 Knicks fans, two suites. It, it was a great time had by all, man. It was a great time had by all. We had uh, Larry Johnson came into the suite. Took pictures with LJ, signed autographs for the fans. LJ was rocking with us for at least a good hour and change. So that was a good time. 84 fans, man. Salute to my guy, Michael. My guy, Michael, came all the way from Australia. Family of three. Came all the way from Australia to come uh, rock out with us for the game. Much appreciated, man. Everybody was there showing him love. Flew all the way from Australia, man. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. So, salute to Michael. Salute to everybody that came through. If you guys were there last night, leave me a comment in the video um, and, and just let me know you guys were there, so I could definitely shout you guys out and just you know let me know what you guys thought of the event. But shout out to Nick's Am- Omni Fan. Shout out to Jay Ellis, the Nick of Time Show. Great event, and uh, it, was, it was a tough loss, man. It, it was definitely a tough loss. As I get into the bad. And we knew all season long, the story of this season is going to be the point guard situation. Who's going to emerge as the guy? Who's going to emerge as the floor general? And right now, it's as bad as it can get. Because right now, we have no answer. One day, one day you might say, it's it's Alfred Payton. He looked good in the Spurs game, looked great in the Spurs game. Came out like a like a hungry dog. And, and played that way. Five steals. Got the guys going. Knocked down a couple threes. You know, Alfred was solid, man. Alfred was definitely solid. But now you have DSJ. And listen, you know, DSJ was, was my pick. You guys know this. I, I don't run from it. DSJ was my pick to to uh, be the starting point guard of this team. For many reasons, I, I thought he has the highest upside of the three. I looked at the Porzingis trade as a factor in being invested in his success. And so that's why I, I wanted to give him the first chance. And I think that's what the coach is doing right now. Unfortunately, things are just not right with him right now. We went to the uh, we went to the shoot-around at the beginning of the game. That was one of the perks of the, the sweet event. We went to the shoot-around, and uh, DSJ was out there shooting around. Frank was out there shooting. Mitch was out there. RJ, ISO was out there shooting. Julius, you know, everybody was out there getting their shots up. You know, DSJ's shot was uh, didn't look too great. Definitely didn't look too great, you know. He was, was kind of hit or miss. Didn't really get into a flow, and you kind of heard there was probably about say two, two hundred, three hundred of us watching the shoot around. You kind of heard the whispers and the moaning and groaning and stuff like that. And then so to come out into the game, you know, going to, into the San Antonio game, he hit one shot in that game and hasn't hit a shot since. He has not hit a shot since. He's missed his next ten. Jumpers. He's misses his next ten jumpers. So again, is it the, I think it's I think the thing with DSJ is I think it's a shot. I think the shot is off. He's thinking about it. The mechanics of it. And I think it, it could be a physical thing too, man. It could be physical with DSJ because I just can't wrap my head around. Uh, how he looks out there, the decision-making out there has been poor. And so you heard some boos last night. You heard some boos last night. You know, the Knicks, we started off on a 13-0 run after the Celtics scored the first two points. Came out like gangbusters. It's open at night. The crowd is into it. Everybody's hype. We're excited, you know. We just come off a tough loss in Brooklyn the night before, in which we, we crawled back valiantly. And we wanted that win in Brooklyn. And we were proud of of the comeback and the effort. So we come out to a 13-2 start. We're rolling. We're swagging. You know, everybody's happy. We're high-fiving. We like the effort. And second quarter, again, fairly decent. Second half is when everything falls apart. And it wasn't just DSJ That, that was bad, you know. It wasn't just DSJ. But part of the problem is, where I emphasis, emphasize on the bad is, there's no point guard play. And without reliable point guard play, there's no trust. You have a brand new team, nine new pieces. Guys trying to mold together. That A lot of turnovers last night with guys just out of position. Guys forcing the issue. You know, one guy looking for the ball here. The ball's to the left of him, not to the right of him. And so there's a lot of distrust. There's a lot of miscommunication. But a lot of that, to me, falls on the floor general. The guy that's going to get these guys in order. Get them in the right spots. Hold guys accountable. And when you don't have that, you get hero ball. When you don't have set plays, you get iso ball. And then you get more turnovers. You have Julius forcing the issue. Yeah, Marcus Morris forcing the issue. DSJ forcing the issue. I mean, there was one time. I mean, the crowd really got on him, man. There was one time he he, he comes down. Probably had three on two, had the lane wide open, and goes for a stop and pop, <laughs> and completely bricks. And the crowd, the crowd was just was so uh, frustrated with him. There's another time he had Portis wide open on the elbow for a three, goes two on one, trying to cross somebody up. And goes for the pull-up jumper, which, again, is not his strength. It's not his strength. So things got got out of hand. Things got out of hand. And, and again, you know, Peyton was okay. He finished with five dimes last night. Peyton was all right. Nothing major. But we just didn't have it. And so all the while, all the while that this is going on, you have Kemba going off. He's back home. You know he's Mr. MSG. Kemba, at one point, scores 11 straight points, three three three-pointers in a row. You have Carson Edwards. You have Marcus Smart. Those those three guys combined for 54 points. Marcus Smart, Kemba Walker, Carson Edwards. I like Carson Edwards. He's a good player. Combined for 54 points. So you're already getting destroyed on the perimeter. So the question is, why are we not playing... Our best perimeter defender. Our best pick and roll defender. And and for those of you that like it or not, it's Frank. It is Frank. You have Kemba running amok back home. He's back home killing him. And he's not caring who's in front of him. He's killing everybody, shredding everybody. And your best perimeter defender is on the bench. Well, what is he doing on the bench when you have these guys running amok all over Madison Square Garden? This is what I don't understand. This is This is part of the bad. Yes, the point guard play hasn't been good. But is the coach who prides himself on defense? I'm just trying to find this stat. Uh, in re- in regards to um, the defense, my guy Spencer had, had put up. Shout out to Spencer Perlman. When the defense is that bad, and your 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 point guard who we who we want to give a chance to succeed, I told you, man, I'm I'm on this DSJ bandwagon. I'm invested. But if he doesn't have it, if he's clearly overthinking, if he's not making the proper decisions. Why not go, if I'm going to see DSJ building a brick house, give me the French kid on the bench building a brick house who, by the way, is going to play defense from end to end and try to stop the bleeding, right? This is not about, this is not about Frank being the savior, the silver bullet, you know, the, the, the superstar. No, we know what he is at this very moment. We want better from him, but we know what he is at this very moment. And at the very least, he's a guy that's going to defend the basketball. All right? It's getting out of hand. We have to stop the bleeding. Where is he? Where is he? Can we play some defense? Yeah, and Fizz was asked. Berman, first question out of Berman's mouth. The first question in the postgame, what's wrong with Frank? Fizzdale's response, it's only three games. Guys are going to play. Some guys aren't going to play. It's only three games. I understand. It's only three games. But your best defender should still be out there. Hey, maybe, just maybe, he puts his hand in the passing lane. Maybe he gets a steal, right? The offense is already crap. It already gets bogged down. Our half-court offense is terrible. We saw against the Spurs that when we were active on the defensive end, that led to our best offense, transition buckets, pushing the pace. So why not put this guy out there with RJ, let him get after it, be disruptive, and see if they can shake things up. I'm not asking for 25 points for Frank at this point, because we know that's not realistic. What I'm a- what I'm saying is, if you see DSJ is not with it tonight, give him a breather. It's okay. Let it, He needs rest, and I'm good with it. It's early enough. Let him rest. But coming off that loss to the Nets, coming off those two close games, loss to the Spurs, loss to the Nets, we're already behind the eight ball. We got a home opener. Let's try to get some stops. Let's try to get some stops. Let's try to shake things up. That's all I'm saying, man. Try to shake things up. Because clearly what we have going on right now is not working. Clearly it's not working. And here's Spencer's um here's Spencer's stat. Shout out to Spencer Perlman. Make sure you guys are following him on Twitter. He's this very sharp guy. Um two reasons we're, we're 0-3 right now. Field goal percentage around the rim by the opponents, seventy point four. That's twenty-eighth in the NBA. Still early. We're back. To where we were last year. Three-point defense. Corner threes. We're giving up 43.5% from the corner. It's good for 21st. Non-corner threes, 37%. That's good for 20th. And all threes, 38%. That's 21st. We're still in the lower third of the league. When it comes to defending the three-point line. 28th in transition D. 28th in transition D. And so, you know, that, that's, all, that's all I'm asking, man. I'm just asking, can I get my best defender out there to try to slow down the opposition from further gutting us and losing, we're losing by 23. We're losing by 23 points. DSJ's out there, we're giving up 119 points per 100 possessions. Shout out to Tommy Beer for that stat. It's another good follow on Twitter. Follow Tommy Beer. He's, we're, we're scoring 74 points per 100 possessions when DSA's out there on offense. That's a minus 44 net rating. Let's make it, let's make his change. Switch it up. Switch it up. Let me see the kid that can defend the best. Try to slow down Kemba. Oh, by the way, over the summertime in FIBA, what, you know, some of you guys might not take stock into it. Hey. It seems like he defended him fairly well. So can we can we see some minutes from Frank? That's all I'm saying, man. I'm not I'm not saying he would have been the end all be all of last night, but all I'm saying is, can I see some defense from the kid? This is a, this is another thing that I told you guys and I told Macri when he was on the show. I don't, and this is pertaining to this game and in terms of minutes because the rotations were just a little off to me. I don't need Bobby Portis getting 27 minutes a night when we're getting gashed at the rim, gashed on the perimeter. I don't need that. I don't need all of the bigs getting minutes every night. Right? I don't need that. Let me let me know what you guys think about about Portis. No knock on the guys, you're cool, dude. I met him at the open practice. Real cool, real cool guy. My point is those 27 minutes could have spread amongst Frank. You could have gave in those minutes. Or you could have gave Ellington. The, the one of the heroes, could have been heroes of the Nets game, who came out guns blazing, gets a DMP in this game. When you need buckets, your offense is breaking down. Noxim says Portis is 40% from three. He hasn't made a three yet in three games. So, my take is, I don't need 27 minutes from Bobby Portis. Give, give me more minutes from Kevin Knox at the four. Give me more minutes at Frank to defend. Frank comes in at 18 seconds left with it, with, uh, with to go in the first half. 18 seconds left to go in the second quarter. What is Frank supposed to do right there? What is he supposed to do with 18 seconds left? I just, I don't understand. Maybe you guys have the answer. I don't know. I'm asking you. You be the judge. Right? You be the judge. Dotson, four minutes. Ellington, DMP. But we get 27 minutes from Bobby Portis. I don't understand. What is the need? What is the need? I understand Mitch got hurt. So, yeah, you're probably going to see more Portis. Give me more Taj. Taj is going to know his role. Taj knows his role at this stage of the game. That That's all I'm saying, man. The, the way the minutes were distributed, we didn't need it. We, we definitely didn't need it. And so, this goes on to the ugly. And I see a couple callers in the queue. We're going to get to the calls in a second. Salute to everybody in the chat once again, man. Hit that thumbs up button for your boy. The ugly part of this whole thing is... The booze. Right? And I took some credit for... Starting up the We Want Frank Chance last night at the game. We had you know, we had the sweet rocking, everybody else was having a good time until second half when things got out of control. And some people, you know, when I when I took credit for it on Twitter, some people, you know, I guess I guess when the We Want Frank Chance started, the cameras on MSG kinda panned over to Dennis Smith Jr. and kinda, you know, linked it to and you know, maybe people were booing D S J. I wasn't booing him. I wasn't booing him. Well, people were booing DSJ. And listen, people have to understand human nature, man. You got to understand human nature. Like, I don't think it's our intention as fans to boo players. But what I do think is... Listen, fans are frustrated, man. The fans are... Frustrated. Yes, it's only three games of this season. But we've been losing a ton for years, man. We've been losing for years, man. And so the people are tired of it. Yes, we understand. A lot of our expectations for this team are fairly realistic. Around 30 games. And so games like this are going to happen. If you really think they're going to win 30 games, they're going to have bad nights. But... You know, people, yo, the people are tired of losing, man. Especially when you're coming off a great game like that. Especially when you're high on RJ. Especially when you you, you lose your first two nail biters that, for all intents and purposes, we should have had. Fourth quarter execution doomed us on those two nights. And so to come out again with a lackluster fourth quarter, you're getting embarrassed once again at home. The other team is just running amok. You got Marcus Smart's going points out there. I mean, how many points Marcus Smart finished with last night? Twelve plus fifteen on the night. Three for eight downtown. Six, for, you know, Marcus Smart. Come on. And so the fans are upset. And on top of that, you, you, you we're bleeding, and you don't even put your best defenders out there. So the fans are upset. The fans are tight. And fans are tight, you pay good money to go to the guard, and you want to see uh end to end good effort and a solid win. And it just looked like they mailed it in in the second half. Along with questionable coaching decisions from Fizz. And so that uh, that's just that's just what it is, man. That's that's just what it is. We're tired of the losing. I understand DSJ was hurt. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm in DSJ's camp. I want to see DSJ succeed. The frustration with me was with the coach and sticking with him when I don't think he was doing him any favors by doing so. I think it's probably in his best interest to take a rest. You know what I mean? I think it's in his best interest to take a rest. <clears throat> and so it got ugly last night. The booze are starting. The 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 uh the patience for Fisdale is is running thin, and the patience for the losing is running thin. And so you know you had reactions. Uh, the, you know the people came to DSJ's defense. All all fair. Donovan Mitchell came out. He was tight. You know it's only three games, but like I said, in the mind of the Knicks fan, it's more it's more than three games, man. We we've been losing. We we've been losing, man. So, um, somebody in the chat said, no patience. What happened to preach patience? It is patience. You got to have patience. But we're not perfect. We're human beings. It's human nature. When a team already starts off 0-2, the schedule doesn't get any easier. The schedule doesn't get any easier. So, you can't expect people to not be uh, tight. You can't expect people to not boo. This is human nature, man. People are gonna be tight. There's no other way to slice it. So, yeah. Overall, do you have patience with the build? Yeah, I got patience for what this team is building. But you still want to see them You still want to see them win games. You still want to see them win games. That's a, That's why you watch. You watch to win. You want to win. I'm hearing I'm hearing, uh, D-Lo. Should have traded for D-Lo. It's t- tough, man. It's tough. Salute to everybody with the Super Chats, man. EJ1 sends a Super Chat. He said, we need to draft a point guard. No other option. He's not a Frank fan. Uh, Shane Mack from New Jersey. Appreciate you, Shane. I think I met Shane last night. He was at the event. So salute to Shane for coming through. Five out, Super Chat. Appreciate it, Shane. And uh, salute to my guy, Michael Parker, man. He says support Knicks Fan TV. Appreciate it. Appreciate that. Alright, let's go to the phones. It seems like um, having a little bit of issues with the phones. We'll see uh, let's see who's uh, who's calling up. All right, let's go um code Coach 646. I don't got your name, man, but hold on. Who yeah, who's this, bro? Hello? Yeah, it looks like it looks like we're having some problems with the phones. Um, let's try one more. Seven three two. Hello? Yo yo, can you hear me? Yeah, it looks like looks like we're having uh, some problems with the phones. So you know what? Apologies to the people on the lines. It looks like the switchboard is down. So we'll we'll, we'll hopefully uh, it'll come back tomorrow night, man. So my apologies. Definitely call back after Nick's Bulls post game. Oh, Viv, that was you, Viv. Yeah. For some reason, it's uh, the phones aren't working, man. For some for some reason the phones aren't working. So it happens from time to time. Definitely apologies on my end, but hopefully by tomorrow. We will um we'll pick it back up. But that you know, that was the uh that was just uh tonight, man. The good, the bad, the ugly. The good is RJ. RJ's been solid. We got a piece. We got a piece for the future to build with. The bad has been the point guard situation. It's just we have no clear answers. It's looking like we're regressing from the point guard standpoint, and hopefully things things improve. Hopefully things improve. And the ugly is Yeah, like I said, the the impatience of the fan base, which which is understandable. It's understandable. It's definitely understandable. So, you know, let's see what happens. Tomorrow night, we got the Bulls coming into town. Let's see if we can bounce back, get a victory. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. How many we got rocking with us? 556 people. Watching, I salute to everybody once again. This is Knicks Fan TV, number one show for the fans by the fans. If you're a diehard Knicks fan, make sure you hit that subscribe button and a notification bell so you don't miss anything. Remember, if you guys are missing these shows, all of these shows are available in audio podcast format Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Amazon, Alexa. So make sure that you hit the links. All the links for the podcast are in the video description. So catch up tomorrow if you missed the the video tonight. Make sure you're sharing these videos on on your favorite social media channels. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Wherever you guys do your social medias, share it. That's the best way to support the channel if you want to support the channel. Uh, you saw people leave a super chat, feel free to leave a super chat. Uh, there's also a link to PayPal and Cash App as well. We certainly appreciate all the donations that you guys make. Everything goes back into the channel to upgrade so that we can continue to bring better and better content and continue to improve on our skills. So please support us. Um, free, it's free to support if you just hit that thumbs up every day when you come in. Hit that thumbs up for us. And yeah. And, um, And and that's what's up, man. So, tomorrow night, Knicks versus Bulls. Uh, Postgame will be about 9.30 Eastern, so make sure you guys tune in. And uh, salute to all hashtag news. If you guys are new in the chat, leave me a hashtag news so I can shout you guys out. Salute to Paul Valutis. He's new from Long Island, so salute to Paul. All my mods, TM, Delano, Keith Sinclair above the rim. Reaper Man was there yesterday in the suite. Salute to everybody that came through in the suite. If you guys missed uh, uh, the post-game of last night's sweet event, we had we had a spirited debate, man, amongst Knicks fans. So I'm going to put that, if you hit the eye icon in a little bit, I'm going to put that um, in there so you guys can see, man. We had a great time last night, all things considered. Had a very good time last night. And, uh, yeah, we, we just got to hope we can put it together, man. Just got to hope we can put it together, man. Well, be patient, man. Be patient, Knicks fans. Steven Evans, I see you. We'll see you guys tomorrow night. Knicks versus Bulls post-game live. Peace.